Okay, a lot has happened. I have been gone for almost a month, and I've been doing some things. I kind of got into a new job. I've been posting on the SpaceX Lounge subreddit, uh, but I haven't been posting to this podcast, and there's a lot to cover. So this is going to be a hot mess of news in the last eh, month or so from Elon Musk, and I'm just going to go down line item by line item. So first off, we had a few days ago, Gwyn Shotwell, the COO of SpaceX, spoke at TED, which is Technology Education Design, I think. Um, it's just basically a conference where they get together a lot of cool, interesting people. And last year they had Elon Musk, and this year they had Gwyn Shotwell. I was fortunate enough to be able to watch the Gwen interview in its entirety. And we don't really learn a whole lot, mostly just the fact that she sees interplanet... No, no, not interplanetary. Interstellar travel as a possibility for the future. And in that way, she, in her own words, outvisions Elon. The other thing that we got that was kind of new is that Gwyn showed a new updated animation of the BFR rocket. So the last one that we saw was in 2016, SpaceX put up on their YouTube channel. It featured what has come to be known as the ITS, or Interplanetary Transport System, and that has since become more of a generalized term to refer to SpaceX's efforts to create interplanetary space travel systems, uh, you know, just in general. Uh, but more specifically now, the BFR, which this is a term that goes back a long time, I think as far as like early or mid-2000s, Elon has been using the word BFR, uh, the new rocket, the 2017 update to ITS from 2016, is the BFR, which stands for Big Falcon Rocket. And maybe some of you can see the wordplay there. But anyway, ITS was announced in 2016, and then the updated, smaller, downscaled version, because SpaceX couldn't secure funding, was the BFR rocket in 2017. Now, this rocket is interesting because in 2017, they scaled it down specifically to a 9-meter diameter of the fuselage. That's the main body of the rocket. And the reason that they did that is because their current factory in Hawthorne, California, is able to accommodate the tooling that is required to create at maximum a 9-meter diameter spacefaring vehicle. So, 9 meters, and the BFR in 2017 was set to be 9 meters. Anyway, let's flash forward to Gwen's presentation at TED 2018 this year. It featured an updated animation, exactly the same as the one from 2016 featuring ITS, but now it featured BFR. And this is the first that we've seen of that kind of animation, and really the only animation that we've seen of BFR aside from the one that goes Earth to Earth, and in that animation you really can't see the rocket very well. Now what's notable in Gwyn's new animation is that the rocket looks to be the size and height of ITS, which is much larger than what was expected, a larger than 9 meter diameter for sure. But this leads into the next piece of news, which is that Elon posted on his Instagram a picture of the tool used to create the BFR. And that tool is basically just a big cylinder that you can wrap carbon fiber around to create the, again, fuselage or body of the rocket. Now recently, after Gwen's talk, Elon also tweeted that they may, may have elongated BFR, uh, no pun intended there, to be taller. Now, from analyzing the video, we can see that the BFR 
is not actually any different dimension. So the question is, did they enlarge the base of the BFR so that it is proportionally the same looking rocket without any sense of scale? But the answer is no, because of new recent pictures posted by Teslarati, we are able to confirm by looking at some of the tools in the background and things of that nature that the BFR fuselage is probably still 9 meters in diameter as it was announced in 2017. So the BFR hasn't gotten any wider, but there's a decent chance that it has gotten taller. And this isn't uncommon, that's what SpaceX did with the Falcon 9 family of rockets. Over the course of its development, they managed to get taller and taller over the years. But just how tall will it be? We don't know. What we do know is that the current 2017 BFR design is meant to be 106 meters tall, and that the tallest rocket ever, the Saturn V, is 111 meters tall, including its launch escape system, which basically just looks like an antenna on the top. So the thought is that maybe they have elongated the rocket so that it is taller than the Saturn V. If you watch some interviews with Elon, he is a big fan of superlatives, which is to say, if you can say you have something that is 10 times better than the next best thing, the public really embraces that. In other news, Elon Musk's brother Kimball Musk has gotten married in a more formal setting after having eloped at Burning Man, which we know Elon has also been known to frequent. He's even made art cars, which is goofy-looking cars that people make for Burning Man, I don't know. Next up, Elon has personally invested over $100 million into the Boring Company. The company currently has three projects. One is a proof of process in Los Angeles. The second is the DC to Baltimore loop. And as a side note, loop is meant to be a slower, but still very fast, around 150 or so miles per hour version of Hyperloop that eventually can be upgraded to a full-blown Hyperloop. And third is that the Boring Company is in the running still to build a high-speed transit system from downtown Chicago to the Chicago O'Hare Airport. There is one other company in the running, and it looks like, you know, I would bet the Boring Company is going to get that. So they're going to have these three projects, starting with the Los Angeles proof of process. Also in Boring News, SpaceX has upgraded the Tesla Hyperloop pod. Typically, this pod is used to push student-built pods up to speeds of maybe about 100 miles per hour for the annual summer Hyperloop competition that SpaceX holds. But now they've upgraded the pod, and apparently they're going to try to reach half the speed of sound and brake. And what's interesting is that this tube that they're testing in, it's right outside of SpaceX headquarters, is hardly a kilometer long. It says 1.2 kilometers. So that's an extremely fast speed to achieve in a very short distance. In Tesla news, Elon pulled an April Fool's Day prank and tweeted that Tesla was going bankrupt. That's bankrupt with a W. I think a lot of investors may have found it to be not very funny, but in an interview later, Elon explained that he wouldn't be joking about that if he thought it were even remotely possible. We'll talk about that interview in a moment. Also, on April Fool's, Elon mentioned Tesla Kila, which formerly was not a product, but has since been shown in several images posted by Elon Musk. And it's about what you think it is. It is tequila with Tesla branding. And I cannot wait until it goes on sale because it looks awesome. Now about that interview, Elon was interviewed by Gail King of, I think, CBS. And so there's some video of the interview and in it, Elon admits that the Tesla Gigafactory producing the Model 3 has potentially been over-automated and that they are in need of more human labor, which is interesting. You know, usually Elon seems very much like 
he's interested in automating things as much as possible, and it's also just really interesting to see him admit when he makes a mistake. Some of the other times that have come to mind mostly relate to Tesla, like when he said they should have started the Tesla Roadster, the first Tesla Roadster from scratch, or when they should have started the Model X uh, without the same wheelbase as the Model S, or when he said that they should have had less options at launch for various models of Tesla cars. Another interesting thing during that interview is that the interviewer wanted to see where Elon slept, which I thought was pretty funny, and legitimately they went into the conference room where he typically sleeps on this very narrow kind of couch, and it really seems like recently he has been spending a lot of time at the Gigafactory. In fact, a few days ago they announced that they will be temporarily stopping the production line to upgrade certain aspects of it, and then they will be moving to a 24-7 production. And lastly, on a personal anecdote, I saw my very first Model 3 recently. I literally ran to my car and chased after it. And finally, OpenAI, which Elon founded but is no longer with, has declared a charter that describes the principles to execute on their mission, which is interesting. But even more interesting in the realm of artificial intelligence is that a documentary called Do You Trust This Computer was recently released, which features Elon Musk and other notable danger of AI advocates. It's a little bleak, but it's really good. And what's especially interesting is that Elon himself paid so that the film could be free for a limited time. And because I didn't organize this news correctly, we are going to end on yet another SpaceX update. And that is the fact that, in Elon's own words, SpaceX will try to bring rocket upper stage back from orbital velocity using a giant party balloon. Now the idea here is that by inflating a giant balloon, the second stage can deorbit relatively efficiently. Now for those that aren't aware, SpaceX does not reuse the second stage whatsoever right now. They only reuse the first stage by bringing it back to land on a ship. But Elon a while ago tweeted that they really were just going to try to reuse the second stage because what the hell, you lose it otherwise. So it seems their plan is just to create a lot of drag and then again in Elon's words, land on a bouncy house. Now SpaceX does have a ship that they have dedicated to catching fairings, which has a net stretched across four large protruding metal arms. It's unclear whether this is the bouncy house that he refers to, or whether SpaceX will construct an actual bouncy house, which has yet to be seen. 